0: Hold on for one more day. Oh man, do you remember that Wilson Phillips song called Hold On? Don't you feel like we are basically living that philosophy over and over and over again right now? I'm actually, I'm pulling up this song. One moment. Yes. Things will go your way. Hold on for one more day. Yes. Oh, man. I, you are welcome. You are welcome for that intro track. That is what we are going to be focusing on in this episode. Not Wilson Phillips and, in like, 80s music. No. What we are focusing on on this episode is hold. The word hold and how that plays a role in crushing it for kids This is it. This is our last week of this five-part series called Crushing It, and we have made it to the end. And in this episode, we are going to explore three ways that we can use the word hold as we live this teacher life. If you have been with me for all five parts, this is the last one Thank you for like the big aha moment, the big epiphany where it all comes together and you can flex those teacher muscles and be like, "Mm, crushing it because you are. And so I just want to thank you for being here. We are going to get right into this episode. I am way excited. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us, who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Ladies and gentlemen, I will promise you that I will not continue to sing in this episode. I'm going to refrain from doing that. I'm going to hold on to hope that you are still here. Because I just listened back to what I just recorded. And it was cringy. Um, That was rough. And this episode is not about making it on American Idol or America's Got Talent. This is all about holding. Which is... Part five of the word CRUSH, an acronym that we have been exploring for the past five weeks based off of my book, Crushing It For Kids, which I would love to give to you for free if you don't already have a copy. I'll put a link uh, in the show notes so you can download a free PDF of Crushing It For Kids. But let's do the final recap. C stands for Celebrating Education. R stands for Rooted Relationships. U stands for uniquely utilizing things that, that make you you, your interests, your skills, your strengths. S was from last week where we were sharing our story, our struggles, and our successes. And today we are on H. And if you missed any of those episodes, you can absolutely go back and listen or re-listen whenever you need a pick-me-up. But this episode, we are going to break down into three parts, and they all start with hold. And I love that this is the way the book ends, because I think it's just the perfect finale for something that is fantastic in our teacher life. So let's let's look at the very first pillar of hold, and that's sometimes we have to hold off. I don't know about you, but this school year, uh, there have been moments when I want to have a boom reaction. Like, I want to say this, I want to email this, I want to do this, I want to think this. And COVID has kind of um, caused us to react differently than maybe we would have in a different stage of our teacher life. And so holding off on sending that email or giving that consequence or or firing that class dojo message off is something that takes great skill. But I think it also comes with great reward. So what do I mean by hold off? Well, I want to share just a, a bit of a story with you. Um, I got a new student about a month ago and I was having a hard time connecting with this student. Some days she would come in and she'd be super organized. Some days she wouldn't. Some days um, there would just be something off. Some days she was very energetic and It just felt like I was getting very different versions of that student every single day. And I kept wanting to like call home or kept wanting to be like, what is going on? And... I wasn't avoiding it. It wasn't like that. Sometimes straight up. We avoid a phone call or an email that we need to make. We avoid a write-up. It wasn't that. I was, I was just trying to listen to my inner teacher heart. And I knew that something wasn't, it just wasn't clicking. Like I was missing something. And just the other day, she came in and she opened up, not just to me, but to the entire class about something super substantial that had happened in her life as a kid she opened up about some trauma and tragedy that I would have never ever ever known about and it was like one of those moments where I got goosebumps as she told her story but it was also that moment where I was like Monica thank you for listening to your teacher instincts that's why you held off that's why you didn't freak out that's why you didn't fire off that email that's why you didn't give her an office discipline referral that's the reason why there was more to the story and sometimes we do have to hold off I think we've all been in that situation where we wanted to send that parent or that principal an email and like tell them what's up like they need to know this right now even though they don't they don't need to know that right now we're heated or we're elevated or we're frustrated or we're feeling these emotions and what we need to do is simply hold off it is a teacher talent and i think that we have to foster that talent by resisting until we have clarity until we have the right emotion until we have the full story and so ever since that student told me that story and opened up to her classmates it has just been so cool to see her come into the student that I knew she wanted to be as a new student to become more comfortable, to become more confident, and for us to be able to better interact with her because now we have part of her story. Last week, we talked about sharing our story and sharing our struggles. Let me tell you, friends, what happened was that worked for her. She shared, and it was substantial. And so what do we need to do in those moments during COVID or at any point in our career, really, to just hold off and say, I need to wait on that. I need a little bit more time on that. Has there been something that's happened to you in the past week or past month or maybe just this quarter where you can now see, I'm so glad I held off on that. Or maybe I wish I would have. And I don't want you to have regret on that. I want us to take that and reflect. There's a difference between regret and reflection. So how can we hold off better in the future. The, the next part of hold that I kind of want us to, to look at and analyze is how can we hold our ground? Ooh, that's totally opposite, right? Holding off is saying, I need a minute. Holding your ground is saying, no, this is what I mean, this is what I said. And holding our ground can be really hard because we're flexible. That's just in our nature as teachers, for the most part, to be flexible. And during COVID and in the pandemic, we've had to be ultimately flexible because of just everything that's changing. But how can we hold our ground to make sure that our standard isn't changing too much? Let me give you an example of, of what that's looked like in my own classroom. So, um... We have bathroom passes. This is something that's pretty normal in schools. And so the way that it works in my building, and I know that every building and every district has a different like routine for this, but the way that it works is if you need to use the restroom, you carry your planner. And at the back, you can fill it out and say where you're going, your time. And this has become particularly important during Covid, because of timestamp and 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 the trace contacting or contact tracing, whatever you want to call it, this has become substantially important. Well, most of the students that I have this year are middle school students, and we've been working a lot on organization, and they've kind of been slipping. And so lately what's happened is kids aren't bringing their planner anymore. So when they say, can I go to the bathroom or may I go to the bathroom? I'm like, hey, yeah, no problem. Uh, fill out your planner. And then I initial it without like touching it. So there's not like that, that contact on their, um, their, their personal belongings, right? So just the other day, a student said, may I use the restroom? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Fill out your planner. And she says, I don't have it. And I said, okay, where's it at? It's at home. Have you been bringing it to school lately? No. And we had a bit of a conversation. And she's like, so I can't go? And I was like, absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm never going to deny a student the right to use the restroom. Like, that's that's just not me, right? Like, if you need to use the restroom, you may use the restroom. But I said, few options here. If it's an emergency, I'm totally going to let you go But it's going to be time for time. Like, if you're gone for five minutes, you owe me five minutes before you go to the cafeteria for lunch. If it's not an emergency, no big deal. You can go in between class periods. And she looked at me and she's like, are you serious right now? And I was like, yeah, I am serious. I held my ground. She said, none of the other teachers do that. And I said, and that's totally fine. No judgment on them. They they get to roll however they want to roll. Like, this is the policy. This has been the policy all year long. Like, you may use the restroom. To be clear, like, for real, if you need to use the restroom, no big deal. I'll fill out a pass for you and you may go. It's just, it's, like, going to be five minutes of your, like, recess time, which is basically, there is no recess right now. It's them sitting on their cell phones, God love them, in a socially distanced gymnasium. But I held my ground. Did it feel mean? It kind of did. It did. It kind of felt mean. I could have just said yeah go. But part of my job this year truly as the SEL teacher is helping kids with organization and responsibility and proactive planning. And I thought I, this is small but I need to hold my ground on this. Yeah you are going to owe me five minutes. And that has happened a number of times in the past few weeks. And some kids are like oh yeah I. it's fine. It's not an emergency. Okay great. No big deal. And I think Perfect. They self-assessed that it wasn't an emergency. They were just trying to get out of class. And then some kids have said, fine. And you know what? Lunchtime starts and I hear a knock at my door and it's them for their five minutes. And I think that is good. It is good to hold our ground. Oftentimes we get frustrated because kids aren't doing what we ask them to do. And it's because we're not holding them accountable a lot of the time. If we say we have a plan, if we say we have a policy, we have to stick to it. And I know during COVID that we have had to strike this balance between, yes, but I want to be flexible. So let me offer you this. We have to find this balance. We have to find this fine line between grit and grace. Whoa, I'm going to say that again. Where is your balance between grit and grace? Do we need to be flexible and graceful? Yes. Do we still need to hold our ground and create grit in our kids? Yes. So what are things that you need to hold off on and resist and be flexible with? What are things that you need to hold your ground on and say no this is what it is this is the policy. And I think that's going to be different for every single classroom, every single district, every single grade level, every single subject area, every single ability level like but I think that what I'm saying here is we have to be as consistent as we possibly can be. I think people are are, are saying right now but like the pandemic's going to be over and our our, our kids are going to forget how to like function and I don't think that that's totally true I think if we are being consistent and holding our ground and holding off and finding that balance between grit and grace right now it will help us substantially as things go back to quote unquote normal whatever that's going to mean in the future. So are you holding off at the right times? Are you holding your ground at the right times? I really want you to reflect on that and to think of the examples. I gave you an example of a new student. I gave you an example of a restroom pass. Neither one of those are crazy. We've all experienced those in our teacher life. But what does that look like in the context of your classroom right now? So we can practice the art of hold. Now we've got one more pillar of this episode and before we do the big finale, there's a big finale coming and I don't want you to miss this. The Crushing It For Kids course registration is going to close soon. There are still a few spots left and I want this to be the last call announcement so you don't miss out on it. The Crushing It for Kids course begins on April 1st and it is a fun, flexible, affordable online professional development opportunity for teachers like you. If you want to end fourth quarter or this school year on a great note if you want to leave the 2020 2021 school year saying like i crushed it i ended really well i built relationships i celebrated education if you want to take your teacher game to another level the crushing it for kids online course is for you you can go to monicagenta.com slash courses to get signed up It is full of live interactions where I jump into a Facebook group and talk with you individually and answer your questions three times during the course of the three weeks. There's also a dynamic video series. There's also incredible discussion. There is a reflective workbook. There is a copy of Crushing It For Kids included. The price is insane and the amount of value and professional development that you get in this course is even more insane it all starts april 1st and i want this to be your personal invitation maybe you've been thinking about it maybe you've considered signing up maybe you've seen the the post or you've heard about it during this podcast episode and you're like oh maybe friends this is for you i promise you will love it you can go to monicagenta.com slash courses Again, registration is closing soon and it starts on April 1st. Really hope to see you in the course. All right, the big finale, the final part of this episode. We are looking at CRUSH and that H that stands for hold. We've looked at holding off, holding our ground. And now my personal favorite part, sometimes we just have to hold on. Yeah, it's that simple. Sometimes we just have to hold on. We have to grab each other's hands that have been fully sanitized. We have to literally or figuratively, of course, hold hands with each other and say, I got your back. I support you. We've got to hold on to the fact that things are going to get better and things are going to get easier. And we know by living this teacher life that there are there's never easy in this profession But there is difference. One thing that I keep thinking in my head is welcome to the first first. What I mean by that is welcome to the very first time that this first issue has happened. How many firsts have we experienced this year? Like, The first um, time that Texas has ever had to have a snow day. God love them because of uh, rolling blackouts. The first time that it snowed in, in some places in years. The first time that I had to dig myself out of my garage because of 15 inches of snow. The first time that I have had to wear, and you have had to wear masks, multiple masks sometimes in a classroom. There's first, 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 first. And it's like, holy shit, I don't know how many more of these I can take. But here we are, holding on. Sometimes we're holding on so hard that we're like white knuckling it. But I'm holding on to the belief and I'm holding on to the fact that this profession is freaking awesome. I'm holding on to the belief that at the end of this, we are all going to be better teachers. And we're going to get to say goodbye to things that were outdated and we shouldn't have been doing in schools in the first place because it was so old school. Not that there's anything wrong with old school, but maybe we can hold on to the fact that, that this caused us to reflect and shift in ways that we probably should have a long time ago. I want to hold hands with you in this process. I want you to hold on to the fact that you are doing a great job that you are an incredible teacher, that you have and will continue to crush it for kids even when things get really, really hard. I want you to hold on to the fact that even if a principal or a parent hasn't said it to you lately, that you are an amazing educator. I want us to make sure that we realize the impact that we are having for these kids and for future generations. I want us to hold on to the belief about the impact that we are having on the evolution of education. If you have taught even one single lesson on camera, if you have learned how to use Google Slide Deck, if you have now figured out how to share a screen in a Zoom If you have hooked up a double monitor or tried a ring light, if you started using new technology platforms or signed up for something, you're like, I'm not even tech savvy. If you have done any of that and so much more, I know some of you are like, oh, girl, I've done a whole lot more than that. I know. I know you have. And that's why you've crushed it. That's why you are holding on to the fact that this profession is for you. That you might have lost sight of passion or purpose at some point, but that's normal. And you push through, and you're here. You are here right now, being that teacher who celebrates education. You build rooted relationships. You utilize your unique interests, skills, and strengths. You share with students, and you share your struggles and successes with other teachers. And you hold off at the right times. You hold your ground at the right times. And you hold hands with fellow educators. And you say, hey, we got this. And I want you to know that we do. We really do have this. This has been a really hard year. And it has been a true joy to connect with so many of you via podcasts and virtual PD events and bringing me in as an online keynote to your school. And I know so many of you have already signed up for the Crushing It For Kids online course where we're gonna dive deeper and connect on a more personal level. I want you to know that I am honored to crush it with you every single day. That even though we might not have held hands or high-fived or hugged that like, I can feel the love that you have for your students through Instagram or through Facebook or through email. And so I want to thank you and and close out this five-part series of Crushing It. If you have enjoyed it, do me a favor do a quick written review on the podcast that you're listening on let other teachers know that this has been meaningful because the beauty of this podcast library is when you're not feeling it next year or a few years down the road you can come back and you can get this free motivational boost right here on these platforms or other podcasts there's excuse me I'm so excited I'm like choking on my own words this is what happens there's just so many free resources out there And I am honored that you have chosen this one to listen to today. So thank you for being you. Thank you for crushing it for kids. And thank you for living this teacher life.